just gangster with my help. Where we bring every average, you know, average everyday people here to kind of talk about their experience, what they've been through, how they have elevated, went to the next level, and you know, they can be an example for you. Okay. So we got a special guest today in the building. My name is Akeem of Earth. Uh, I am a vessel for source. I say that. I'm a photographer, videographer, filmmaker, and um, you know, I just uh, allow consciousness to come out of my being. So that's who I am. Um, and this is how I got gangster with my health. All right, let's All right. go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Right, right. Um, so, what today I want to speak about my mental and spiritual health. Um, and I think that when it comes to transformation, you have to kind of uh, crash and burn before you rise like a phoenix. Um, so that's anything, anything that you're doing. And um, I think now I, I know that uh, I want to say heartbreak is what drew me away from my habits and forced me into another space where I had to see Ooh, that heartbreak is a cold one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that heartbreak could be a cold one. Yeah. That, I think that's, that's, that may be a one for a lot of people right there, that heartbreak. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, especially for us men, you know, because, you know, from our perspective, we don't really get cheated on. We feel like, you know, you know, the women are always faithful and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. But, um, you know, that's just something I really had to experience. And um, from that, I was so hurt that I didn't really want to have anybody else hurt, especially from my actions. Um, so I went on a quest. You know, I started listening to, like, you know, Marvin Gaye. I never listened to a whole... Oh, shit! <laughs> I all oldies. So, uh, you know, artists that I would just hear the singles on the radio and, you know, leave it alone. But yeah, when I started diving deeper into older music, I've the first thing I noticed was how men were so uh, reluctant, or not reluctant, they were uh, so ready to speak on love. They were ready to go deep into their feelings, and this is not a concept that I grew up with with the music I was listening to. Um, So from there, it just kind of led me to opening my heart and opening myself to more of life. Um, And I would honestly say that led me to a place where I was so open that I wanted to try uh, a, a medicine, a medicine that mm. would um, liberate me from my box. Okay. I think that we're all, <laughs> and uh, one, one, one day or another, you're going to break out the box, and you're going to see what's outside the box. Um, and what's going to be outside of the box is you. So this medicine showed me who I actually was, uh, and also showed me that who I was before this moment was not really me. Um, so I want to definitely say that. Let, let me ask you a question real quick. Of course, so, of course, of course. You know, the, the moment when you uh, when you broke into what you call actually your true self or whatever, um, just, just describe that revelation to the people. Um, I, I felt a feeling that I never felt before, which is sickening. I think that at the age of, I think I was like 22, 23, I don't think I should be 23 experiencing myself for the first time. Mm. So it was just very uh, alarming. It was a little scary. Um, It was scary because we don't like change. So when I don't recognize something, I get, you know, as humans, we just kind of get a little uh, weird and kind of want to know, okay, what is this before I step into it? But I was thrown into it. Um, It was 
it was the most, the scariest and easily the most liberating feeling I've ever experienced. Right. So, at the look. At the same damn time. At right? the same. <laughs> and again, that 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 experience in itself will throw you all the way out of your your habits and your your things right. that you feel is life when really it's not. Mm-hmm. I think that. So life- let me ask you this real quick. So when you talk about you know your past and things, what would you what did you consider life? What was life to King back Man. in the day before you became enlightened who you are today? So life for me was going to my job, whatever job that was, because I didn't really care what I was doing as long as I earned money. Um, and I threw a lot of parties, tons of parties. Uh, I would get drunk and high every weekend and throughout the week. Uh, I ate chicken boxes and Philly cheese steaks. <laughs> ah, you know, <laughs> hot dogs. <laughs> What's life, you know? <laughs> She's living, in. but uh, I was I was just doing, I was doing what I was told. Okay, right. And and now I'm living for myself, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting that direction from a higher part of myself versus a higher part of my external self, which is we call government. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. So talk to us about I mean talk to us about life today. So so what, so what, what is go ahead. no go ahead go ahead go ahead. No, I was going to ask you, so what, what is life like? I mean, as far as you, you finally made that transition mm-hmm. over into pretty much, uh, and you know, you got people all the time who will tell you that they their purpose. And, uh, because we don't want to talk over the people's heads. If there's a person out there who feel like, who feels like they haven't found their purpose yet, how would you actually tell them what are the steps to doing it? Let, let's break it down. Like what? And I know it's not one way to skin a cat, but tell us your experience. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so that is a really good question because I recently came to a, a realization about that. And I okay. think that we all have the same purpose. We have different passions. Mm. And I think that everybody's purpose, you're here to help somebody else. Mm. Whether being a camp counselor at a ski resort and your main job is to get the kids from up the mountain to the down to the mountain. That's that's your job. Right. Or or you're working at a, a homeless shelter, you know, giving away dinners. You know, however way it is, you're here to help someone else. And then it's about figuring out your passions. Um, now, the way to figure out your passion is uh, we can go to a quote, my quote, and one of my favorite quotes that I ever made up. And that quote is, exploration is enlightenment. And when we say enlightenment, I don't mean, you know, high consciousness. We're just talking about the, 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 the enlightening of your being. So when we're talking about that, we're just talking about, you know, you bringing forth new concepts, new realities. And that's, that's, that's kind of what I did. I, I began to find out, okay, what am I good at? What, what makes me smile really, really hard? You know, what, 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 uh, what gets me? What really gives me the feeling where I can't wait to go back? And the first thing it was for me was photography. Mm. I would literally take a picture, and when I saw it, it was a good picture, I, I would just laugh. I would, I would, I would just do. I, I would have emotional reactions that I couldn't explain. Let, let. By the way, people, if you don't know, this dude. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of photography. I know a lot of people that do a lot of different kind of stuff. This dude, as far as photography. Videography, he's the best I know. Hands down. This dude working is immaculate. 
You know what I mean? It's it's this this guy really has a true talent and a true gift. And if you don't know what I mean, yo, go visit his page, okay? And he yep. will be shooting some of these gangster holistic commercials. So y'all are in for some. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. So hey, look, check this out, man. So okay, when you said you you know you started to discover yourself and you know a lot of the things and the concepts you know that you were taught were uh, maybe really not in alignment with your true soul. Now, you talked about a quote. Now, one of my favorite quotes is by an author named Suzar, and this is the quote. And I want you, I want to know what you think about it. So the quote says this, it says, the truth is so unbelievable that it's not believable. Hmm. What do you think about that? I think it's true. Hmm. I, I do resonate with that 100%. And my take on it is that when you get to certain places within your consciousness, it's so far off from what you were taught or what you believed before that from, for me with this quote, trying to explain it to somebody is, and, and that's where I'm getting to. I'm getting to a point where synchronicities and things are happening so, so deeply that I, to explain it, honestly. Listen, yeah. so one of my teachers back in the day, <clears throat> he used to always throw different concepts at me, right? This is when I was really kind of soaking it in really heavy, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I remember he would throw certain things at me. I would ask questions. And then I couldn't even tell you what concept it was. But I asked him, I said, explain that to me. I said, I don't understand that. Explain it to him. He looked at me. He said, Jay, he said, I can't explain it to you. He said, you're just going to have to figure it out one day. You know, it's when you know, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Those who know, right? they know. And right. you don't got to explain it. Right. If I have right. explained it, then eh. <laughs> <laughs> But I love you know when you know you know because that's when you reach the point where when it's, it is that unbelievable, you you touch in places that just are so far out. And I think that one should be proud of themselves if they can get to that part. That's just... right. Now, one one thing that I love about you, man, is that you know you got a beautiful spirit, man. You know what I'm saying you. You always stay positive. You always got a smile on your face. You, um, <clears throat> you're very persistent in what you set out to do. Mm -hmm. um, I want you to talk about, there was a story that people may not know of where you went to. So basically, uh, King, this brother right here, works with my cousin. My cousin has an organization. They work hand in hand together. Tell them about what happened when you guys went to India. And mm. I just want the people to hear the story about how you guys persevered through that and still got it done. Yes. Um, so we, I, I started working with Reggie, and he met, we met a woman named Shari. Um, Shari was going to India to get her yoga certification. Um, so Reggie felt like, hey, let's go get footage of her. Let's, let's, let's get footage of her and put her out there, show the world how she's a champion, and tie it in with the brand. It, it, it all fit, and I like to travel, so I said, hey, let's go. Right. So we bought the tickets to India. Um, we're in India. We're loving it. It's crazy. It's crowded. You know, it's, it's, it's mayhem, but it's another country, so it's a new experience. Right. So we, we rent. We get tickets for a bus. Now, this bus, you know, it wasn't like a Greyhound bus. It was, but I'm not going to say it was like a, 
I don't know. It was just one of those. <laughs> and, uh, and, we, and we didn't really question it because we're in this crazy country. So whatever. Just buy the ticket for the bus and we're going, we're going on the bus. Right. So we're, we're going to Rishikesh. Rishikesh is probably one of the holiest lands on the planet. Um, it is where the Ganges River and the Himalayan Mountains exist. And this is also where a lot of yogis um, live as well. And this is why people go there to get their yoga certification. So on the way to Rishikesh, uh, I'm asleep in the bus. And when I wake up, the bus is, is tipping. It's tipping like this. Mm. Um, so immediately, you know, I look over at Reg. Reg is looking at me like, what in the, what's going on? <laughs> and I, my thought was, okay, this bus is about to tip over. I've never been on a bus that tipped over. I ain't mm. never been in nothing like that. Tell, tell the people where you guys are at right now, what the area looks like. Uh, it's, I don't even, I mean, where we were, it was like a highway and it was a very skinny highway. Um, it was very rural. Uh, the, the, the bus was on a street on a, on a highway that it shouldn't have been on in India. People drive like, like they just, it, there's no rules to the driving in India. Mm-hmm. So you literally just do what you want. You go in between cars, however big or small your vehicle is. And so the bus tips over now. When the bus tips over, I'm on the right, so that means that now the, the window is the, the floor, and the bus tips over, and my head goes out the window because the glass is now broken. And as the bus is coming to a halt, so is my forehead on the ground, <laughs> dragging. Wow. So once the, the bus stopped, my, the skin on my forehead was peeled back, and that's why, if you can see, there's like a scar here right above my third eye, mm. ironically. And... um. So I'm, I'm bleeding, blood is just coming down my shirt, and, you know, we, we just got to get out. So somebody throws a boulder through the glass, everybody's screaming, glass falling everywhere, everybody, they're like, get out, get out, get out. I get out the bus, people everywhere. Mm. To make a long story short, um, I get out the bus, we go to the hospital, they wrap my head up, uh, the Indian news people came and interviewed us, um, we told them what happened. And Reggie, you know, he was in the other bed and he kind of, he looked at me. He said, Keem, um, you know, clearly, you know, this is kind of messed up. And, you know, I definitely understand if you, you want to go home. So, you know, what you, what you want to do? And, you know, I looked at Reggie and I realized, okay, you know, we are three days in this trip. We paid this money. And, you know, I'm a traveler. I'm, I'm alive. I, I look at the wall, there's pictures of Jesus. And I'm not even a Christian, but I, I know spiritual symbolism when I see it. Okay. I'm just like, let's, let's just keep going. Mm. Like, like, after, as my head is just bleeding, <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know what? Let's just keep going. So, so we came here for Shari. We went to Rishikesh. We ended up getting the footage of her. We made a beautiful documentary. And I still have fun. Um, and the point of that is, you know, you really, when you get into these scenarios, however drastic they get, you know, you have to, I know people say, you know, it's cliche, but I actually love cliche statements because they're cliche because they say it, they're said a lot. They're said a lot because they're true. It's so obvious. Mm. And, and, and so when they say you have to see the light at the end of the tunnel, that's just what I had to do. Um, and I had so much fun. I got an amazing picture. I got a, uh, I was able to make an amazing video out of it and inspire people to go. If I would have turned back, one, I would have felt like I was a quitter. I'd, I wouldn't have inspired as many people as I would inspire. And um, I don't know. I just wouldn't be who I am today. You know, mm-hmm. so that, that trip really showed me how happy I can be <laughs> and how persistent I can be with being happy. Point blank. Right. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, hey, man, look, check this out. Let's talk a little bit about, like, <clears throat> affirming your greatness. Okay. okay. I, I said on many shows before that when you are a spiritual person, you actually um, subscribe to this stuff. Then you know when you're doing the work, things seem to kind of flow a little bit easier for you mm -hmm. versus when you're not doing the work, things seem to be a bit more challenging. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I know when I get up in the morning, there are certain things that I just kind of say to myself. There's a certain thing that I do in the morning as my morning, whatever you want to call it, ritual or whatever you um, what what what, do you, what can you speak on as far as that to uh, help people kind of find a certain alignment with themselves and as far as like that peace and just kind of setting everything in balance? So one, this could go really deep, but I'm going to try to keep it shallow so I can keep okay. it. And, and really what I want to say is that because you know that you're creating your reality and because we know that words create the reality because mm -hmm. words are physical things. So that means that everything coming out of your mouth is of the utmost importance. So we also know that the beginning of your day drives your whole day. So what you say in the morning is very important. Mm. So I get in the shower. I say literally, and I've been saying this for years, today is an amazing day filled with fun and laughter, joy and excitement for the well-being of all that I am now. And mm. I just like that every morning. And what that does for me and what that says for me is, all right, no matter what, today you're going to have a great day, an amazing day. I smile when I say it. I feel good when I say it because that energetic imprint sticks to you throughout your day. Um, it's really that simple. And if it's when you, when you, when you're having conversations with people and you're really happy and they're happy and you're happy, you can feel that energy. So the concept is no different here. When you're happy within yourself and you're saying these great things, you feel it, good things happen. And you just live a, in a life of, you live a life of uh, alignment and harmony. You're living in harmony and alignment because source is grateful source god whatever you want to call it is gratitude so when you align with gratitude you're in alignment with source when you're in alignment with source you're in alignment with the way life flows <clears throat> that doesn't mean that you always get your way is means that you are the middle way in any way mm. Mm. it means that there is no judgment there's no oh this is wrong or this is right it just is and you enjoy the you know this this the the moment when you get broken up with just as much as you enjoy finding twenty dollars in your pocket. <laughs> it, it sounds insane. It sounds insane. It sounds nuts. Is how are you gonna tell me to be happy when someone is breaking my heart? Hey, but you know what? Let me say this, man. So through stuff like that, you know what I learned is like you just said, just to appreciate the experience, right? Now and and of course learn from it, right? Now. In, in hindsight, yeah, that person, you know, they had to experience that on their journey. And it may be a bit, it may be a bit messed up that you as the person they had to experience that on. But yes. it, just, it, it just is what it is. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when you come to a point to where you can just like, yo, you know, it is what it is. And guess what? At that point in time, that's just where that person was at that place in their life. Yeah. And I happen to be in the mix. <laughs> And, 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 that, and it's like this game. It's like this world, whirlwind of action and reaction. And you have no, you don't, you can't get out of it. You're always in it. Right. So it's either the awareness of it is there or you just in the mix. And so like you said, 
you know, you can be with somebody and you realize ah, that's not working. And they're like, man, fuck, you know, you wasted all my time. But really, you got this person to a place and they just not seen it yet. Now, exactly. You it because you are a part of the awareness. You see how this goes because you see it when you're on the other end and it's like, damn, why did this happen to me? But maybe this person did this so I can get here. And, you know, so you start to see life differently. And I'm telling you, when you start to see it like that way, happiness, it, it, it has to be a part of you because you accept everything as it is.